Welcome to the Homeschool Loftcast, a podcast presented by the Homeschool Loft in De Pere, Wisconsin. Our goal at the Loft is to encourage parents who educate their children at home and let them know that they are both called to and empowered for the task of home-based education. At the Loft itself, we offer one-on-one consultations, book clubs and discussion groups, workshops and seminars, and a curriculum viewing library. Through the Loftcast, we extend our reach to encourage and bless homeschooling parents everywhere. Today, we welcome Natasha Atkinson, a local friend who was herself homeschooled, kind of actually near the beginning of the modern homeschooling movement. And she is now a homeschool mom. So she is among the growing group of second generation homeschoolers, and she's here to tell us all about it today. Welcome, Natasha. Hello. Thank you for having me. Welcome, Natasha. (laughs) My eye is silent. It's just Natasha. (laughs) And Tina has it listed right here in red. (laughs) Natasha. Natasha, you were homeschooled. I was homeschooled. I'm so curious to hear your story. Tell us about what was the year that you were homeschooled? What state did you get homeschooled in, <laughs> um, you know, all those kinds of things. Were you taken out of a conventional school or were your mom and dad just brilliant right off the bat? They knew. <laughs> Tell us. Well, I actually started at um, good old Dan's school in Green Bay. Wow. Yes. Um, I was there until third grade and um, my family um, pulled me from Dan's school at third grade and put me into a local private school um, for fourth and fifth grade. And then um, Christmas vacation of fifth grade, I was pulled from school to begin homeschooling. So that was the start of my homeschooling life and experience. Wow. What did did you think about that? Yeah. (laughs) Intriguing mind. Here you are 10 years old. You're never going back to school again. (laughs) Yes, I actually did not. I don't remember having a whole lot of issue with it. I actually remember thinking, oh, I get to be home. Like that was kind of exciting. And then I I was a social butterfly. So I had every every grade I had my friends and every grade I um, enjoyed socializing, talking, Mm. um, doing activities and all those things. Um, and for whatever reason, it didn't ever dawn on me that once I was homeschooled, I might not get to do those things, but I also (laughs) paved my own ways. Um, I was very active in church. I was very active in my neighborhood friends. (laughs) You know, I just, I never missed a beat on the social aspect of it, uh, because, I just, my personality, I was, like I said, I paved my own way in that. Hmm. And, um, so when the opportunities weren't just there for me, I just made my own. So, um, so there you were, you got, it was, it was, there it was, it was Christmas vacation and then it was an extended Christmas vacation. So so why, why did they finally choose? Okay. The move from public to private to homeschool. Yes. I mean, did you, were you a part of that decision? I was not. Nope. I don't remember. My mom and wait, or my I'm dad. Gonna, I'm going to yeah. interrupt you for that. Okay. You don't, your children do not need to be part of that decision, friends. <laughs> I'm just going to be loud and clear. I nope, agree. We do not need, you do not need to ask your children if they want to homeschool. Why? Because you're the parents. So anyway, I'm sorry. Natasha. I agree with that. <laughs> and I didn't ever question my parents when they, you know, decided that I was going to do that. Um, I do remember being sad to leave friends and teachers uh, because it was you know, an awkward time of the year. Um, I do remember feeling the teachers having this uh, disapproval, Hmm. uh, possibly, you know, it's just more of a projection, not like they said to me, um, you know, it's terrible that your parents are doing this. But it, you know, I I did feel slightly sad about it for a short period of time. I I do remember that. But no, my parents did not ask me. My mom just told me one day that, you're going to be homeschooled and we are going to begin that um, right at Christmas break for school. So the reasons um, I do remember those (laughs) clearly. And I did ask my mom today. I was like, Hey, is there any other reasons, you know, that you 
pulled me and homeschooled me. And, mm-hmm. and she said exactly what I remembered. Um, but my, my, I remember my mom specifically having issues with the things that they were doing, um, in public schools, in the mm-hmm. public school. And this was, by the way, you said the, what, the early to mid 1990s. So already then. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and my, my parents, um, uh, they, they weren't conspiracy theorists, but they might've <laughs> been conspiracy theorists. Um, no, they were just very aware, mm-hmm. um, of, of everything, even at that time, obviously before it became like this big popular yeah, um, right. taboo topic right. recently, but they, they didn't necessarily agree with, you know, the things that I was learning and the way in the public school system that they basically own you, they own mm-hmm. your children. Mm-hmm. And I remember even in third grade, I remember my mom um, just having an issue with that. And then she put me into a private school mm-hmm. and, um, she did that. My mom, she has run, she was running a family childcare. Mm-hmm. She's still doing it 30, 30 years later. Okay. And so I think on her, she thought, okay, I can't really school her because I, um, you know, I have eight children in my home every day. Right. And so I think that might've been why the next step was public school. So I'm sorry, private school. Mm-hmm. So I, went to school, um, and went to this private school. And I remember my mom specifically thinking that this wasn't any better mm-hmm. than the public school experience. And today when I asked her about it, she goes, and sometimes it was in some ways it was worse really? than the public school experience. I'm like, Oh, we should talk about that mom. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, like, right. Your insight on that and why yeah. into that. But then too, because of my family's, um, faith base. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were not necessarily into specific holidays and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that I think was there maybe her final straw. Cause it was just, you know, public or sorry, private schools generally base all of their education around these rotating holidays. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was just kind of one of her final straws, even if it was a small straw and mm-hmm. she, said it is time to homeschool yeah <laughs> so daycare children notwithstanding we're gonna make it work huh? yes yes <laughs> i was an only child but i always had um anywhere from four to eight other kids around all day so i um was always surrounded by kids anyways i mean yeah. even though they're you know most much younger than me yeah but i had you know my group of friends and my mom um, did um, special needs children for a lot of years. So I was like a great joy to me yeah. just to spend time with these Aww. kids and taking care of them with her and all those things. So um, I had no, no issues with really being pulled from school and yeah. going this new route because <laughs> it was pretty, con- it was kind of controversial then. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind so, of talk about that sure. a little bit because so you were in Wisconsin and yep. homeschooling was, became legal in the state in 1984. So you're maybe 10 years after that, but still pretty new, huh? Yeah. I think when I became homeschooled, I, I, I remember some people telling my mom something um, she goes, well, of course, they were joking with her, but they're like, oh, of course you would do that, you know, because it's a controversial thing. And, <laughs> you know, you just can't you just do what normal people do? You know? yeah. And no, that's not my family. Um, <laughs> and so I, I will say we we've never been afraid to do the, you know, the hard thing. But um, it was. It was more of like when I started, there were homeschool families, mm-hmm. uh, but not many. I only knew one other homeschool family and they attended the same church that I did. So, but the homeschool families then in the nineties were a little bit more rare. So (laughs) I thought you were going to say something about denim skirts, (laughs) which by the way, I adore denim skirts. So that's what I'm, I'm I, I know know exactly what you're saying. (laughs) And, um, I mean, 90s denim skirts, but I love them. I love them. 
There was. I've we never won't talk about denim skirts. I've never <laughs> okay, we won't interrupt you anymore. I'm sorry. That's okay. So yeah, it was a. It wasn't a very popular thing to do, and if you were mm-hmm. doing it at that time, um, you were kind of paving the way, right? And it was, you know, something that took more courage, mm-hmm. I'd say, than it d- does in this day. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it is weird for me to now look at myself as a homeschooled adult and be like, oh, yeah, I was kind of at the beginning of this whole yeah. um, process. So did you ever now. have any problems with police or CPS or anything like that? Or were you left alone? Nope. We have never had any issues. Um, although my parents will tell you because um, they were rather upset about it. The night I left my window open in the middle of winter. It's the only time the police came to the house for me. They were oh. like, we think somebody might have broken into your house. Well, it was my bedroom and my window. And <gasps> oh, I'm a Wisconsinite. So I'm like, I sleep with the window open in the winter. Of course. But no, no, nope, that Madeline sleeps with her window open in the winter. Yeah, we all do, actually. And the fan. So even though it was odd, you didn't have any of those kind of issues going on. No, nothing okay. like that ever happened. And, you know, when people asked you where you go to school. You know, that's the most favorite adult question, even today. (laughs) Do you say it like this? Because we had some guests on who are adults who are homeschooled and they get asked that famous question. Where did you go to school? And here's how they answer. How do you answer? So what high school did you go to? Home. Just just like that. You just just say home. Home. And then when they look at you strange, I'm like, I I was homeschooled. you (laughs) You don't say the word actually before, because here's the right answer. Actually, I was homeschooled. <laughs> no, actually, ask. I'm like I'm home. I went to school at home. Home. <laughs> and yeah, you get the look, like, huh? You know that inquisitive look. Um, but once I hit high school, I actually took two credits at a public high school, so you know mm-hmm. that there was that experience as well. But um, so yeah, it was never any issues with police or CPS or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And um, there were the people that were like. No, you're kind of ridiculous for homeschooling. Just put your kid in school. And then mm-hmm. there was the people who were like, that's a really awesome. I wish I could do that. Mm-hmm. And so. Kind of nobody in between, right? It's like one extreme or the other. There was yeah. no in between. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> never. I never, I've, I did not meet any of those people when I was mm-hmm. young. <laughs> we have been told it was very hard to get curriculum at that time. Um, what did your parents do for a curriculum for you? So. I do not recall much about curriculum because, well, I was young and right. I, you didn't really care about the curriculum. Not, not too <laughs> Even much. Homeschoolers don't care, right? Like right. I, I am, I am the type of person who's like, like planners. Okay, for oh. not like, oh, I see the new planner, and I'm like, That's oh, me. I just want to live and breathe this planner. Yes. Um, so new me. curriculum books were like, yeah. oh, this is so fun. Like, yeah. and I organize beginning. it mm-hmm. and you know figure out you know, how I needed to do it and write out my plans. Yep. And I, I was that kid. <laughs> but, okay. um, there, I went through a few different as, as every homeschool family <laughs> does. Of course. It's how we run the homeschool loft with all our curriculums. Right. It's Tina and I's curriculums. <laughs> yep. I went through a few curriculums. I remember, um, life pack specifically, mm-hmm. oh, yes. uh, did the workbooks, um, far above rubies, I actually oh, loved that. Yeah, I love that one. I wanted yes. my children, my daughters to do that. And they were like, mom, let's do something more conventional. I'm like, come <laughs> on, girls. This looks beautiful. It really was a cool curriculum. Mm-hmm. And then um, at that time, the computers were like just starting to starting to become yeah. a real big thing. And I had my I could not remember for the life of me what it was called, but I did have one computer curriculum. Mm-hmm. That I did for a while. And um, I pretty much ended with LifePack and doing doing that. So that because that was the thing at that time, everyone was doing LifePacks. Is that the one with the different used little workbooks like made out of the little materials? Kind of like what else does that little you got a box with like 10 words. Yes. And the other one, almost the same as Ace Paces, right? Those Um, are the two, right? So Ace and LifePack were the two like workbook. Kind of things. And so. as you know, it's workbook style. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of liked that because yeah. I like. My daughter's a workbook girl too. Yeah. I, it's just a thing. I don't, I didn't mind any style. I adapted pretty well to every style, uh, but there's a lot of kids that don't. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe I think, it's that organization in you. It's just that right. whole idea of like, you know, <laughs> it's the workbook. Yeah, the workbook <laughs> was pretty cool. And uh, it's a big, thick workbook. 
plus life pack was, uh, so I'm sure we'll get into talking about that, but life pack was, um, all laid out for you. Yeah. So like parent involvement could be little, mm-hmm. you know, cause you just yeah. floating along day by day doing your work. I was going to say that probably helped your mom though, because she was, she had this daycare kids, right? Yes. So to know that you were motivated and that the thing was laid out probably was a really big help. She'd probably say I struggled with motivation some days, but, uh, <laughs> which child doesn't, right? <laughs> yes. But I was a self, I was kind of a self-generating personality. So, mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of ways I could independently work. And, um, in a lot of ways, you know, I think my, my mom felt inadequate mm-hmm. to be able to teach me certain things. And, uh, that's like one of the biggest questions I get from homeschool moms yeah. today. Yeah, like, absolutely. I'm not smart enough to do this. Mm. It's like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> and what do you say? <laughs> Tell um, everybody your answer. So my answer is that you are for one, Yes. you are perfectly capable and mm. able, but also on those topics that are a struggle. Like for me, my struggle is math. Uh-huh. Once I get to <laughs> high school math with my kids, I'm not sure, you know, Okay, well, I'm not going to be able to help much because that's never my strong subject, yeah. right? But there are so many helps, like tools and yes. helps and tutors and people yeah. to step in and things to help you. So like back when my mom was homeschooling me, mm-hmm. there wasn't those things. That's right. So the whole adage of I'm not smart enough to, to do this is kind of out the window yeah. today. You yeah. know what it really comes down to, guys? It really comes down to the fact that you get to learn. You get to learn alongside your children. Mm-hmm. So it's all yep. about the approach, right? If you're coming at this like, whoa, I need to know every single thing in order to be the homeschool mom. That is such false information. It's just false. No, what works best is to sit down beside your children and say, all right, how are we going to tackle this? How can we find this information? How can we find helps for math? Right. Dad, that's how, <laughs> right? That's how right. we did it. But I mean, it's just such an opportunity to learn. Um, and what's beautiful about homeschooling is extracurricular activities whenever you Absolutely. can fit them in your awesome day because you're home. So tell us about yours. Uh, so my mother, I think she made it her mission to... <laughs> make sure I had activities. Uh, and so I was, <laughs> um, involved with missionettes at church uh-huh. mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, and I, and I did that program until I graduated an honor star and it was a big part of my life, you know, at that age. Um, she, I don't know how, cause she could never leave home cause she had daycare, but <laughs> she somehow got me to every activity. And I think my, the most, the biggest activity I remember so dearly. I was 16 and my mom got me into this program out at our local airport and it was basically flight school. Oh, wow. And it was a little funny because it was flight school for, you know, kids who are struggling in the system and it was a schooling program and for, um, I don't like using the term troubled kids, but, um, you know, kids who might, who were, there were some kids who were in juvie and they were required to go to this program. And basically the whole purpose of it was we were hired by the airport to do jobs like cleaning up the grounds and things Mm -hmm. like that. But then multiple hours of the day, we learned how to fly an airplane. And and at the end of this process, right, we, we flew our own plane. And, um, so this is, this is one of those activities that a public school kid is never going to get the opportunity to do. No, and, unless they're uh, troublemakers, right? Unless they're troublemakers. <laughs> unless you're in juvie. And then, <laughs> it was, don't it was go a little funny because I, I am like, uh, I remember then just being like the most bubbly, innocent, like, I don't say I was naive because I, you know, understood yeah. what was going you on. You were 16. And, I mean, come on. Right. But um, I didn't, I didn't seem to fit in there. So they all asked questions like, why are you here? I'm like, because I'm a homeschooled kid and I get to do this stuff. Yes. <laughs> and I was going to learn to fly that plane. Yeah. So, you know, the, uh, the things that my mom sent me to do from fifth grade on were things that I will cherish forever. Because they gave me the life, they gave me life skills, experience. I had to learn a lot of things. And I think I was a very well-prepared 
adult mm-hmm. by the time I came out of my homeschooling I bet experience. you were. And I can <laughs> tell that you are. Yes. I, and that's true. And the reason that was is, well, one, I grew up in a family who believed in common sense. So yeah. I taught it. Yes. Um, and I grew up in a family also who, you know, believed that you have to know and learn life skills. Mm-hmm. There's nobody to do it so for good. you once you leave your home. And then, you know, I also had my mom who made sure I had every experience possible, mm-hmm. you know, outside the doors of our home. And um, she just seemed very passionate about that. I always remember that. She's all, every week she'd be like, oh, you're doing this this week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. That's um, so good. Well, yeah. sometimes we, we, we talk to homeschool moms that are their Their first question is, I'm not smart enough. Right. Yeah, right. The, the next one is, how do I get my kids to be socialized? Oh, yes. And what we usually say is you have to be intentional. <laughs> yeah. But that's all it takes. You right? don't want to know my answer. Well, yeah. <laughs> your mom was intentional. <laughs> right. Yes. And that was the yeah. main thing. It, she she intended to make sure you had activities and that's all it took. Well, and it's so funny because she is not a social person. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I was that's the actually social. great, though. She, she'll say you you got bit by the butterfly and I don't know. <laughs> See, no. I hear that all the time, too, yes. is that there are so many moms, which mm-hmm, is what you're trying mm-hmm. to say, that are more introverted. Right. And to say, well, I'm yeah. introverted. How well? And, and so mean, they say they can't homeschool because they're introverted. But yeah. that's a lie. Right. I, I, um, I get asked this question a lot. You know, all of the homeschool yeah. moms get asked the question a lot about socialization. Mm-hmm. Of course. And um, I, I'm kind of a smarty pants, so... <laughs> Yeah, I'll be like, my dog is socialized. Yeah. There you go. You know, like, we go to the dog park and he gets, yeah. you know, to play. And no I kidding. said, my That's children are educated, <laughs> you know, because it's like education and socialization are very different things. And, oh, yes. you know, that that like personal engagement is just part of education. Mm. So I know it sounds funny, but after so long, you're like, wow, like people really have this maybe backwards idea about what socialization Absolutely. is. So. And I, I think really what people are trying to say in their hearts, it's not so much, you know, because define socialization, right? Define the term. Right. And when you ask somebody, because we get to ask this question, like you, a billion times, right? <laughs> so I always say, well, de- define socialization for me. What is yep. your idea? Right. And nine times out of 10, they can't mm-hmm. it, because it is this non- um, tangible thing of really, I think what the heart feels is I just don't want my child to be awkward and weird and right. And well, my question you know, is what will happen if your child is not socialized according to your that's definition? Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because the, a lot of people they're like, Oh, I don't guess I don't really know. Yeah. You know? Right. And so yeah, it makes them think it, it's like they, they have this idea um, and it's generally a very public school minded yes, idea, absolutely. you know, cause this is the information that that system feeds parents. Absolutely. absolutely. And so that's what gets interesting when you like are like, okay, let's think for yourself without that mindset and what's your answer, not their answer. That's right. You know? So that's right. It is, it is interesting. It's usually events is what they're thinking. They, they're wondering, well, prom and yeah. all these things and, you know, sports and singing and everything else. Right. And why, why is that not available to your homeschooled yeah. child? I, and right. they're like, oh, yeah. you know, there, is that stuff like things homeschooled kids yeah. can do? And yeah. it's like, well, of course. Yes. And you <laughs> don't just have to do prom in your living room. There right. actually right. are. <laughs> That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, families or moms, they get really hung up on their child possibly never having prom. Yeah. yeah and that so i I I didn't have prom. I didn't go to prom. And well I'm okay. <laughs> I had one and it wasn't anything to write home about. So <laughs> that's the other thing. We need to remember the reality. I never went idealism. to idealism. So And I'm the most social girl there is. No, actually, yeah. Your friends just, probably didn't go to prom. No. You guys, we were way too cool to go to prom. <laughs> and I was the nerd, so I went, but <clears throat> that's a whole different story. <laughs> okay, so I was going to ask, you know, how did you feel about being homeschooled? But yeah. that's very clear, right? I mean, I yeah, I, I did not it. mind homeschooling. I um, did a lot of things, a lot of opportunities I was given because I was homeschooled and I was just kind of one of those kids who didn't question, you know, a lot of things because my parents said, this is what we're going to do. And I think I kind of just more had to like, okay, well, Mm -hmm. what are, 
what are we going to do with this opportunity? I love that. Let so, me just stop right there. I keep interrupting you, but that's okay. today that's the name of the game because here's what it is. Because as, as you know, you talk to a lot of different parents probably in, right? And so we find this thing that I don't know if it's all of a sudden just nowadays that everybody's asking their kids if they want to homeschool and I, you know, because yeah. of the shutdown and everything else, it's, I think they just feel compelled and the kids have already mm-hmm. got Delta bad, you know, hand. but so this whole thing of like, well, I asked him if he wanted to homeschool and he's just not that quite interested, but no, you said your parents, it wasn't even, it wasn't even on the table. I mean, this your mom and dad are your mom and dad. So that's what they did. They homeschooled yes. you. Yeah. And you were compliant because that's what obedient children do. They generally don't <laughs> say, I don't want to go to that school or I don't want to go to this school. Right. They just go. Yeah. I, I don't there. I mean, obviously there's some things you ask your kids and you, mm-hmm. you want to get their thoughts or opinions on Kid some things, things but right? yeah. it's like, I'm still your mom and you're still yeah. your parent. Mm-hmm. No, this mm-hmm. is still your dad and he's still your parent. And we're going to yeah. decide what's best for you. I did not really ever question my parents uh, ever. in that. Yeah. And I'm not saying <laughs> yeah. don't ask your kids. Obviously right. they have an opinion. And yet you obviously had a great relationship with them too. They weren't ogres. No, <laughs> no, they were not ogres. And, you know, so they like, were relational and loving. It was just like, this is the order of our family, it's right? It's the parents' That's, job. Yep. Yes. Right? This is the order of our family. Yep. And I was already, I already knew from a young age that I was in a family that just did, you know, things against the grain. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I didn't have a problem with that either. Like I, I am now that. And um, <laughs> so it, it just, for me, it was never an issue. Um, I remember saying, I don't think I'll homeschool my kids. Ooh. Mm, we hear so, that sometimes from these older ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, do. I remember saying that cause you know, I had like ambitions and things. I'm like, Oh, I can't really homeschool kids if I'm going to be, you know, a pilot or that. Yeah. Or, <laughs> you know, so, um, I also was like, you know, I'm very, I'm a real social butterfly. I was being fed mm. and, for, you know, I was being fed, um, that, you know, social butterflies shouldn't be homeschooled. I remember hearing that quite a bit as a, a middle schooler, high schooler, mm. um, because what will happen is when you're out away from your parents, that's yeah. when the vultures come in. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, be, be careful out there moms. Cause yeah. there are people who are just dying to put words in your kids' Aww. ears. Yep, but, right. uh, so, so yeah, I, I remember saying I would not homeschool my, my own. So yeah. Well, and yet you are. And yet Talk about I do. that. Yes. Yeah, so I want, I want to move into that have. and like, tell us about your family yeah. and how did that sure. decision come about? <laughs> So I have six children and I have um, eight. Well, she's going to be 19 here soon, 19 on down to two. And I have our oldest. My my oldest is actually in private school uh, because she is more. She felt she was more suited towards that. And so um, we let her make that decision a couple years ago. Okay. So she is doing that. I don't know what she would say now. She'd be, rather be back to homeschooling or if she'd. Is she a senior this year? She is. Yeah. Yep. She's mm-hmm. a senior. My kids mm-hmm. went to a private school for a quick couple. What? Like two a year years? and a half or something? Yeah, a year yeah. and a half. Yeah. And I taught first grade. Oh, yeah. So. Providence Academy here in Green Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they, I, I know a lot of people who go to Providence. Yeah. So. But it's. So the rest of my kids, like my 16 year old, she mm-hmm. has no interest in going to school. Mm-hmm. Um, she tells us, I, I just would rather stay homeschooled. And she has some learning um, struggles and she's not diagnosed as sexic, but she clearly has some, some, some things with struggles with that. Mm-hmm. So that's been interesting in a learning curve, um, teaching right. and learning how to educate a child with those types of, um, just not even issues. It's just like differences, differences. like, you know, learning differences. And then the rest of my children are, um, let's see, 11 and younger. So, (laughs) but yeah, I did not start homeschooling my kids. I had my first two daughters in school until my oldest was fourth grade when I pulled her and actually I take that back. Were they in public school for that time? Were, yep, they were in okay. public school. And um, the, 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 my oldest, she was in public school and then pulled out of public school, mm-hmm. virtual school. And then she just, but 
I would just like to say that public virtual school is not homeschooling. Amen. <laughs> um, Amen. And I learned that the hard way. Uh, um, and then she went back into school and then that, that was it. We couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um, I pulled, I pulled them from school and I was like, this is why my mom homeschooled me. Uh, <laughs> so so you kind of had to learn from your own experience. I did. And yeah. I'm one of those people who might have to learn the hard way a little bit. But um, I, you know, said, okay, Mike, this is just not for my kids. It's not for us. This is not how we do things. Our um, just ideals and principles do not line up with this. Mm -hmm. And my kids were homeschooled from there. So my oldest was yeah in fourth grade, which is kind of a, well, when I started. Yeah, about the same yeah. age, right? Yeah. So Let's the older two were pulled, and then the other four have always been homeschooled. Yeah, they've always okay. been homeschooled. Yeah, they don't have any idea what school outside the home is or public school or anything like right. that. So right. it's interesting having the two mindsets. One knows what school is like, and the others do not, you know? so <laughs> Yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's where we're at right now. So what are some things that are different for you? now as a homeschool mom compared to when you were the student? <laughs> oh, let's see. That's a great question. It is. And that's a lot of things to, you could say. <laughs> um, so I feel like when I was homeschooled, it was, the world was obviously much simpler. Mm. Um, and I will cling to the fact that I might be one of the last people who experienced American life in that way. Mm -hmm. And so when I look back at like my childhood and my homeschooling experience, it was pretty easy. Mm -hmm. uh, there wasn't a whole lot of voices screaming from every which direction telling you, you know, what to do and how to do it and what's good for your child and what's not good for your child. It was just like a general respect that these were your children mm -hmm. and you'll yes. make the best decisions for yeah. them. Right. Mm -hmm. And I Sometimes I feel like I might have been the last generation for yeah. that. So from my experience homeschooling to me homeschooling my children now um, is drastically different in my opinion, just in my view of the world. So I feel as though just because the current times that we're in now, we have tons of people just leaping into homeschooling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's all under this mindset of yes, fear it is. Mm -hmm. or I have to do this now. Desperation. Right. right. And, or just the, this is not what I want for my children. Yes. And that's so sad. So this is my solution. Now yes. I'm going to say it's a great solution, but mm -hmm. yeah, right. I think in some aspects, a lot of families are feeling they're forced into this Yes, and it's true. Yeah. You know, in my opinion, it's true. Do you find it hard too? Because I'm so glad you brought this up because I, I tell Tina this and I tell moms and dads when I talk to them, you know, when we started the homeschool loft, it was because we love homeschooling. It's what we did with our families. It's mm -hmm. just how it is. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. We love to talk about it. Right. Right. But because you have parents who are now feeling forced into it and it probably was not at all on the radar. Mm -hmm. Now I feel like it becomes this whole, you know, I hate to focus on the negative aspect, right? Of right. the public school system's corrupt. So we got to get you out and blah, blah, blah. Here you are at the homeschool off. What are we going to do? What curriculum? <laughs> Tina's going to hook you up. Blah, blah. Like, no, just take a breath and let's talk about the beautiful aspect, right? right? Instead right. of. I have a lot of, uh, I talk with a lot of families and a lot of moms specifically, and they're all coming to me, asking me questions and they are in a panic mode, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, oh, okay, well, let's just let, like you said, let's just take a breath. Yes. And when you talk to them about D school, mm, yeah. just, mm -hmm. they give you this blank stare. <laughs> you want me to what? It's such a huge, like, do nothing. What? Right. And, well, and, or they generally say, wait, what is D school? Is, is that unschooling? De-schooling, unschooling? Like, right. have but even when you explain the it, they're, right. they're shocked. It's like, yeah. I can't not do school with yeah. my kids right. so for months. What? <laughs> and that's where my heart breaks because I can immediately go back to my childhood and be like, homeschooling was literally just a well-respected freedom. And you were just able to do it simply because you chose to. Yeah. And now 
you know, we have this aspect where obviously families are deciding to do it because they don't want the public school system influencing their children. Right. And or the current cultural times, uh, Mm -hmm. political times and things like that, where they're saying, "Okay, we're freedom believers or we just simply don't want our kids to face these things in a public school. Yeah. So. I, I try to have so much compassion and I just, I feel for these parents and these moms. And when you try to explain to them how simple it really can be, yes. you know, 10 years I've been homeschooling now myself and I went through every step, you know, the, <laughs> the, the like way overloaded, like curriculum mindset yeah. to, I, I went through everything and every mom's got to do it. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, always a push but, and a pull. It's right. One day you wake up and you're thinking, Oh, we're doing so much. You know what? We're homeschoolers. Kids, let's go by the apple tree. We're just going to, you know what? We're going to chill out. We're not going to, it's okay. You know what? Pack it up. We're going to go to the park. The very next day you wake up and then you're like, oh, we need to do more math. Right. Oh, we get enough math. You know what? Maybe it's we're not so getting true. enough reading. <laughs> All right. The, you're like at the park. Or sitting by that yes, apple tree yes. and you're like, the guilt. Exactly. Yes. The, like, school, the, the school guilt. Okay, yeah, Johnny, count the apples. Let's do some yeah. math. Kids, I'm... get in the van. We're going back. <laughs> we're stopping at the, uh, I don't know, bookstore and we're going to get something. Well, it's, it's just so funny because now me explaining homeschooling after my like 10 year experience yeah. and saying, okay, this is what it can be like. This is how we do yeah. it. This is how I do it. Here's your options. And most moms just look at you again, like a deer in a headlights. And they're like, it's not more complicated than this. It's, I have a desire in me literally that, okay, but this wouldn't be homeschooling, but I, I want to make that. I want to prove this. Okay. Like, right. Darn it. <laughs> give me your kids. I'm going to homeschool. Exactly. I'm going to show you how easy this is. Well, and then they're and like, they ask me at me all the time because yeah. I have, I have homeschooled six kids yes, and I have very different personalities mm-hmm. and they're like, how could you even school the six different, you know, children? And I'm like, okay, you have public school teachers mm-hmm. yeah. who are saints, I believe. And you have these 23, 30 students. <laughs> yeah. They're all different learners. So if they're able to do it, Mm-hmm. You are definitely able to do this, and um, with your own children, whom you right. know better than Correct. somebody else's. Well, kids. I mean, and you can so. erase that whole homeschool word in this, right? No, you're the mom, or right. you're the dad. Like, how do you raise your kids? They're different, exactly. right? So. Yeah, and you know, it's when I tell people I spend maybe five hours a week or so on Ooh. academics. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh man, there comes a big one right yeah. there, <laughs> and so. then the rest is you know life schooling and things like that. Yeah. Um, then that's when they start to panic. Like, oh yeah. You know, so, so what does a typical day or week look like yeah. in your home? Paint a picture for us. Oh, so finally we have arrived at some <laughs> really steady things for our homeschooling experience Do and life. Uh, but I will say that it took me a long time to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so my typical day right now, um, I do two different types of curriculums and one of those is blue manor academy mm-hmm. and the other is gather around homeschool um these curriculums settled well in our family and i think that they would particularly settle well in most families um the issue is really i find with a lot of moms is you kind of want to be hands off mm-hmm. But once you get into this homeschool rhythm, you are you want to be hands on because you like figure out, wow, this is really fun. Actually, I really enjoy doing this. This Um, is a hot spot right here. (laughs) This hands off thing. Yes. Because when we choose to homeschool our children, no matter even if it's whether it was in your heart forever or whether you're quote unquote unquote thinking that you're forced to, you are. And so you have to be connected. Right. You need to learn alongside your children to sit down and not be starting an Etsy shop. And then <laughs> while the kids are running amok with their math. No, <laughs> I know. I know it because I am a mom of multiple activities. And uh-huh. um, so there is a balance and there is a way to schedule your time. Um, you got to be a multitasker. Yes. Mm. But, you know, even if you're not a multitasker and homeschooling is all you accomplish in your day while well, you can do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, my, my school day. So let's say, let's just say blue manor Academy. It's an online 
um, style curriculum. And it's more of a literacy based curriculum. My kids can easily go on there themselves. Mm-hmm. And I say, okay, this is what you need to do today. And this, you know, in Blue Manor Academy, this is what you're going to do. And, you know, they can work themselves their way around. Mm-hmm. Um, my, even my eight year old, you know, she's learning how all this works and how to work her way around that. Right. So they spend maybe an hour a day in that curriculum. Um, gather around homeschool. I don't know if you, have you guys heard of it? Yes, I have. Okay. Yes. I don't um, know much about it. It is an incredible curriculum. Yeah. And because of my personality type, we, I find it very fun mm-hmm. and my kids just is enjoy it. The one it. That has units. Yeah. It's more and they're beautiful and watercolor. Yes. Okay. It's a very unit study style. And it's called gather round. Gather so I assume we, school. the mom gathers around too. <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, literally we all, I've been doing this since my kids were little, but we do together schooling. So yes. everyone gets around the table Love it. and um, gather round is set up really nice for schooling all ages and everybody. Uh, it is, I'm like, this is a miracle to my, for moms, this curriculum. Uh-huh. Um, and we really enjoy it. My kids will say, they'll be bummed if I say, oh, we're not doing gather round today. Hmm. And uh, so that was a huge indicator for me. Like uh-huh. they really like this and enjoy it. This yeah. is a good fit for you guys. Right. It is yeah. a good fit. And, you know, it's more of a unit study style. Uh, which we enjoy because you learn about so many different things. I love unit studies. Yeah. Uh, we did botany over last year and you know the kids loved learning, you know, about this. And we grew food last year and everything else. And, and um, so this is what we do every day. We do these two curriculums mm-hmm. and I have a five-year-old who's in kindergarten. And then I have my eight-year-old and then I have my older kids. So I, um, balance, you know, everyone's needs and yeah. curriculum. So I teach my youngest one first while my eight year old is on blue manor doing her things. And then we flap, you know, and, um, my oldest kids are doing their own thing, but really what's blessed us most as a homeschooling family is the together school mm-hmm. and gathering around the table, everybody doing, yep. you know, something, mm-hmm. even if it's, you know, my, my two-year-old, Like today, for example, she gets pulled right up to the table. She gets three crayons, three colored pencils, one marker. (laughs) You know, know, they need everything. Yeah. And, you know, her job today was to color a picture. Mm. And um, we usually start our day, our homeschooling day with a game of some sort. And the reason we do that is because, well, it's okay. Not a long game, not a complicated game. Today was Candyland. Uh, <laughs> Candyland. You know, and we, I, my kid, my 16 year old was playing it today too. You know, so. I mean, who wouldn't? Well, I would play Candyland right, right now, guys. <laughs> and it, the thing is, why do we do that? Like, why do we start our day with a game? Um, everybody plays, you know, even if it's like Candyland where the 16 year old has to play Candyland. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody plays little the big ones teach the little ones yes or or the little little ones like my two-year-old her job is put the cards into the box you know Mm -hmm. once we're done using them um the toddler activities are uh there's there's so much you know even if her job is to count with us you know or to Mm -hmm. point to the colors or um, everyone, that's the other big thing. I have toddlers. I can't homeschool. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, tell you, I've had a toddler every step of the way and you can do it. So, yeah. amen. Um, so yeah. And then my kids enjoy lots of activities. My 16 year old, she's very entrepreneurial. Um, she will make origami mo- mobiles all day. So that's basically her reward for hmm. finishing her school for, and for playing Candyland with little <laughs> yeah. ones. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and you know, even though she plays all these little kid games a lot, she enjoys it just as much as they do. But, um, the kids will then get, um, their own free time. You know, what do you want to do today? And what, or what activity are you going to plan to do this week? Because I do like to teach them how to plan their time and plan their activities. Yeah, that's like that. It's yeah. very important for just life in general. Um, and we we have play dates with other kids. We go and do activities, life skills. My house is a house full of life skills. Mm. If you can't grow up and know how to cook, if you can't grow up and move that's out right. and know how to function in society, I have build you. Yeah. Um, you know, and so that's just my opinion, obviously. 
I'm glad you didn't say so because I can't sew. And I feel like I should. My husband can sew. My husband can sew and I can't sew. Did he teach your children? Did he teach them? To sew? No. Oh, well, they're still at home. So there's time. Oh, babe, we need to teach the kids to sew. So it's an important life skill. It really is. It's at least a button. My my 16-year-old is the sewer. Uh, so she'll teach, she'll teaches us all and I teaches the little kids. You need to have a sewing class here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you even know how many moms ask for this? The sewing class. Yeah. Wait now. So yep. are you, but you live here. You, yep. You, I live yep. in Green Bay. Yep. We could do a sewing thing. You could. Because I see other people writing on the group that the group that you're in, I see people yeah. comment on the sewing thing. So many moms like that's a very common question. Yeah. Sewing class. It just yeah. needs to be with yes. the times that do we're it. in. Do it. So well, because <laughs> here's the, the thing, all of us, if you're in your thirties, forties or fifties, you grew up with feminism, right? And so therefore, no, it's degrading. You don't learn how right. to sew. You don't learn how to cook. My mother was not, mom. my mother was an at-home mom. Um, it's not that she didn't want to teach me those things. It was, I was too busy because they put me on an academic track, right? right. Yeah. So, cause that's what you do. She wasn't really oh, a yeah. feminist, but that was the culture of the time. Right. Even if you weren't feminist minded per right. se, it was just cultural. Right. And that's just how it was and what you did or what you didn't do. Right. So, most um, of us didn't even have an opportunity. It wasn't even a, right. a mindset. Right. right. And my family is, I mean, we definitely believe in the gender roles, mm-hmm. you know, like my, I have one boy and five girls. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that poor kid's going to be an excellent husband. And, um, yes. and I'm like, I'm always like, I only have to put up with one daughter-in-law then. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I love you, daughter-in-law. <laughs> um, so you know, it's my son. He has a lot of responsibilities. You know, oh, obviously yeah. he's 11. He still gets to be an 11 year old kid. Um, the, I, he's gonna probably going to be an engineer someday or, mm-hmm. or something like that. But uh, he has all these life skills to learn growing up with these five sisters. Right. Yeah. And, and so Built right in. Yeah. Right. It's and healthy. he's such a good brother. So, you know, then all these girls, I'm I'm like, I wasn't the girliest girl growing up. So I'm like, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do with all of these. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, we find that our girls just fall right into, you know, roles and they know, um, they just know what it is that women do and what men do. And yeah. You know, so critical those things. Yeah. Has there ever uh, been a time? I know. So critical. I agree. Right. And so, you know, our family is just more set up that way. You know, my, my husband does the man things, you know, I apparently, I'm not supposed to take out the garbage and cut the grass. So <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, that's terrible. You know, I, I, I have I'll never do that so again. Deprived, right? I have never cut the grass in all my life. Okay, listen, it's not because I'm a horrible, mean person. It's just, it's one of those things. I never really cut the grass at home. I did the dishes, did the, you know, the inside stuff. Mm-hmm. And so did my brother. But then we got separated because he used to whip me with the dish towel too many times. And that was the thing. <laughs> so he started doing the, yeah, he did the outside. And then when I got married, I don't know, Joel just never said, go cut the grass. In fact, when I was pregnant, he took a picture of me and showed my dad super pregnant. And he's like, babe, go stand by the lawnmower. <laughs> and yeah, but I never, I never did. So that's, yeah. that's crazy. And that's the other thing too. When you, you know, like my husband, he's very like, okay, men take care of women. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah. okay, you have to allow our girls to cut the grass and yeah. things like that. <laughs> They're, you know, because skill. they do need to learn the skill, it's True, mm-hmm. but you know, he's, he's they, they are going to grow up and find men who, you know, take care of them. <laughs> we're moving. Their dad will see to it, yeah, right? He sure will. <laughs> we're moving. We're downsizing a bit. And so our yard is so much smaller than where we live now. I might give a crack at it. I might get that. In fact, we could even use just one of those push ones with the. Yep. But let's talk about relationships as far as parents, your parents. So you are homeschooled. How is your relationship with your mom and dad today? Do you feel like that was just so much closer? Let me answer it for you. Yep. Natasha is so close with her mom and dad. <laughs> so actually, um, I left my home at 18, you know, on teenage. Yep. You were angst. one of those things. Yeah. Cause That's I'm teenage word angst. Yeah. I'm still very, <laughs> I'm still a very strong willed personality. Uh, so, you know, for those years where you figure out, you know, what life is like on the outside. Yeah. Um, you are, I think you're so smart, right? Yeah. 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 We all mm-hmm. think we're so smart. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, I still, I took 
all of my, well, why, why was I able to survive because of all of the upbringing and the life skills and the homeschooling and (laughs) all of those things I had just, you know, received from my parents. Um, I wasn't, you know, capable of going, you know, out on my own. Not that there wasn't hard times and things to learn, but, um, so I kind of went out and did my own thing and, um, I got married young and, you know, that was a very, um, let's see, how do we say that? I got married young, which can be quite a life learning experience because <laughs> well said, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how else to describe that. So, uh, and then once I had my first daughter, um, my mom and I just kind of became best buds mm-hmm. and, um, we kind of have been best of friends since then. And my parents have always been supportive and they've been there and they've, you know, always stepped in. My mom and I now do some things together within our community. And um, she is so happy. I homeschool my kids and you know, I she, bet. she participates, you know, as much as she can. She still runs the daycare in her home. <laughs> and uh, so she she participates in a lot of life experiences with my kids and with us. Um, this last year we spent the entire season learning how to grow food on a larger scale. Mm. And, um, you know, she's right there alongside us and and things. So my, my relationship with my parents went through that normal, you know, teenage thing. I don't think homeschooling changed that anyway. Yeah. I think that's just the way it goes. Yeah. Um, but at least my mom didn't have to worry much about me because mm, she uh-huh. knew I was well equipped. Right. Yeah, yes. Exactly. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, when my kids do the same thing I did, I'm going to be like, oh, think, OK, I know that they're not going to do anything too. <laughs> Your stupid. kids are going to be perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. You don't buy into that lie. They're going to be perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so I. I'm like, oh, I'm just waiting. I have an 18 year old, you know, so I have a 20 year old, uh-huh. 20 so and 18. Understand. <laughs> what, you know, what we usually say is here. I was talking about this with, I don't know, maybe you, Tina, maybe somebody else, maybe both, but <laughs> parenting really does begin at these older ages. You guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. It really, does. <laughs> you know what? You're not the dictator anymore. You can't be the oh, dictator. It's, it's a whole different. They are. Mm-hmm. Adult-ish. They're telling you gold right now, ladies and gentlemen, because no one taught me this. I know. Nobody says this. I figured it out like two years ago. Everybody (laughs) everybody shines the spotlight on these little ones. And Mm -hmm. rightly so. They're so adorbs. Well, but, and it is exhausting to raise yes, little it kids is. because it's, you're doing the diapers right. and all this thing. We get it. But it's you can physically still control exhausting. It. You can be right. the controller of nap yeah. time, dressing, yes. friends, yes. food, all the things. Right. When they get to be these older ones, guess what, mama? Oh, it's a whole new game. It, it <laughs> And then you have to face the fact that they, they don't really want to be you. And you're like, what do you mean you don't want to be me? I've raised you to be me. You, right? and, you know, I had a, I had a youth pastor tell me once, I I think I was maybe 15. He's like, you have 18 years to instill whatever it is you need to in your children and raise them. And that's all a parent gets. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, that's just like so, rings through my yes. mind. Um, you know, my whole child's children's lives, you know, I, I've thought about that comment mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh, 18 years is a short amount of time. It's so short. And you know yeah. what you guys, I'm going to say this really quick. Cause it's so fitting. I had this dream last night that we were standing in front of a mirror. Madeline is standing in front of the mirror and she's cute. And she was seven. And I was looking at her through the mirror. You know, she was just being her cute little self talking. And I remember saying to her, looking in the mirror, I'm so glad you're not 10. I said that in my (laughs) dream. And I'm like, what in the heck? I don't know. I was holding on to seven because seven's such a sweet age. It is sweet. And once they hit 10, it flies. It's just gone. I think that's what it was. I think literally that's what it is. Yeah. Double digits. That's it. As a mom, I dread 10. (laughs) I want to admit that. As a mom, I dread 10 because that's it. Then it's it's like over. It feels like in minutes. Welcome to the homeschool (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Very depressing. Okay. Sorry. Kids grow up fast is what we're trying to say. And And you still have littles, Natasha. I do. I have a few more to get through, but. (laughs) So so what advice would you give to parents who are like thinking about homeschooling now? Now that we've just scared them all. Yeah. Let's hear that. Oh, advice for the 
becoming homeschool parents. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I think that we are living in a time where now this is just my perspective and my opinion, and um, I'm a little more stronger minded in this aspect. We're here for it. um, (laughs) I think we're living in a time where we cannot give our kids over to the public mindset and the onset that is coming for them. Um, Do I say we're in a war for our children? Yes. And do I believe it? Yes. And I know it sounds dramatic. Nope. I believe it too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it is, it is incredible. When I read the book revealing school, Mm -hmm. um, I was a homeschool parent and I, you know, at this time I read this book and I, I, called revealing school. It was just, it was things I knew, but there mm-hmm. was so many things also that I didn't have any clue about what the public school system is really doing mm-hmm. and what the idea is behind it. And so I always have this mindset as a homeschool mom that I need to raise sheep dogs. Mm. And I'm not saying that, you know, I'm, I, we're also believers, right? But and believers have their role of being peaceful and gracious and kind and loving. But I need to also raise leaders because there's going to be coming a time where we need leaders and God-fearing believers right. to step up in our communities. And guess what? That's going to be our kids. That's right. And so I... I feel like there is really no other choice but to homeschool your children right now and figure out how to do that. Even if you're working full time, Mm -hmm. even if your kids are at grandma's, Mm -hmm. even if you're a single mom, um, moms are doing it. Families are doing it. And there is a way. Yes. So I think people start thinking, oh, these are all my circumstances and all the ways and reasons why I cannot do this. And I tell you, you talk to any homeschool advocate and they will debunk every, every single reason. One. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's and always so, new reasons to debunk. Right. I yes. Know. There's always new reasons. Yeah. I hear some real doozies sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Or some really interesting. But if there's ones. a will, there's a way, isn't there? Absolutely. And that's another, that's the other thing. You know, I, I feel like a lot of our homeschooling parents right now are of the generation that came, just came through the public school system where they really started hitting kids hard on not having your own mindset. Um, they sneakily teach your children how to not think for themselves. Right. And we are coming, our, the, that generation is becoming adults right now or mm-hmm. are adults mm-hmm. and, or, and just having children. And it's like, I ask moms, have you ever sat back and thought about the fact that the public school system might have done this to your mindset? Mm. And they... They just kind of sit back in their chair and sigh, you know, because yeah. the realization of it is like it's almost like they're co- they're having a coming to themselves moment. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm exactly. in there. Like, I'm in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just have been taught all these things and those have been at the forefront. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I am not a fan of public schooling. I'm not I do not judge any family who does it. Like, mm-hmm. There's still amazing kids out there. Um, yep. but those families are generally the ones that are raising their kids in their home, yeah. but sending them to school. Yep. And right now, a lot of parents are flip-flopped. They are, their kids are being raised in schools mm-hmm. by teachers and peers and peer influence instead of parents at home. Mm-hmm. So you're always missing a very important component, right? Yeah. So I look at myself, you know, I tell Moms who are saying, I want to homeschool or I'm thinking about homeschooling. Should I homeschool? I'm like, okay, look at me. I might, I might look or seem very, um, maybe crazy or, um, loud or bold minded, but I was a homeschooled child and I'm now one of the adults, you know, and generally there's this, um, you know, mindset out there, which is more humorous than anything else that the homeschooled kids were the weird ones and now they're the weird adults. Right. Uh, and, um, I've met my fair share of, of weird homeschoolers, but they, man, they they're the ones, weird no matter where they they're went. the ones that are out Everyone's there like weird. doing amazing things. Right. Oh, so, Hey, <laughs> tell us about laundry love, a local oh. ministry you operate. 
Uh, yes. So, um, you know, talking to those moms, you yeah. know, just like, okay, I am a homeschooled adult now and I am completely capable and doing things. And I think for myself, I have critical thinking skills, you know, as a 40 year old mom and, um, and I'm able to do things. So mm-hmm. like such as, um, laundry, love green Bay, um, this probably came out of my homeschooling experience because I learned how to do things and organize things and create things. Yes. And so um, my mom and I actually run this uh, organization. It's a nonprofit in Green Bay. It's called Laundry Love Green Bay. And what we do is host free local laundry washing events for neighbors who need that. So it can be any neighbor. Uh, and we have neighbors of all types who come, all walks of life. Neighbors experiencing homelessness or low income, no income, single moms, um, families who just can't afford to wash, you know, bedding for 10 people, yeah. you know, just yes. because you can't really wash that at home, yeah. <laughs> right. you know. And so we we've been doing this for three years now. Okay. And, you know, these our organization also hosts free haircutting events, um, which we are just getting back to because that's another basic need that costs yeah. a lot. Yep. That gives our kids and our adults dignity and the means to have and keep jobs. Um, so we really try to supply basic needs, especially for our kids, because a lot of our kids are in public schools yeah. and bullying is. Uh, wow. I mean, just just hearing some of our kids who come to our events and the things. So that just they helping them to have handle. clean clothes and a haircut yeah. so they maybe don't get bullied. Right. Yeah, we, that's, you know, one of our goals. Um, Are your kids involved in Laundry Love? They are. They have been since we started. Um, They all come to events um, pretty regularly and work. Um, And, you know, one, they all have a job of some sort. We do serve meals at our events. So our kids um, generally gravitate towards um, serving meals and things like that. Uh, And my oldest one, she plugs quarters in the machines and, This is the greatest thing that I want my kids to pull out of their homeschool life and our life in general is that loving and serving a neighbor is really all that is going to matter in the end of life. And that is truth. So if my kids don't learn math as well as they they think they should, you know, if they don't learn, you know, that George Washington did this or that. And if they don't necessarily learn chemistry, you know, in the very public school way, or I'm okay with that, all of those things, because really what's going to come out of my kids' schooling is how to live life. And one of those things is serving others to the best ability that we can. Yes. Everything in our house and my mindset is about character Mm -hmm. because that is what is going to take them through life. Mm -hmm. And so are academics going to take them through life? No, not likely, but maybe if they go into a specific field, right? Uh, Character is everything that's going to take them through life. So they could be terrible at math, but have integrity through the roof. And that's a win for me. Without love, you are nothing. Right. 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 So that is so beautiful and so good. What an interesting, amazing story you have. I love it. It's it's Uh, interesting. (laughs) It is interesting. Such a pleasure to meet you. Yes, you too, ma'am. Any parting thoughts for any of us? Oh, there's there's a lot of thoughts, right? Like (laughs) probably need to have you on again. Your mom and dad can come. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. My yeah, you should you should bring my mom on to talk about her. uh, Mindset parenting, or I'm sorry, homeschooling in, yeah. in that, at that pioneer time. time right? yeah. Yes, absolutely. it'd be interesting. I would sit there, like you know, listening. <laughs> um, but right now, homeschooling in my mindset is essential. Mm-hmm. 
And I believe that we are either going to be able to raise kids in this generation that will be able to make differences and movement and do things with their lives and in their communities and with the world. We have no idea where we're looking at 20 years in the future right now. Mm-hmm. Or we can continue submitting and subjecting our kids to something that actually means harm to them. Mm-hmm. And I would rather my kids be raised sheepdogs than sheep. <laughs> um, and I'm not saying that insultingly at all. Mm-hmm. But I really think that if we don't raise this generation to be critical thinkers, then we are losing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, I just don't want to think of a world like that. So I guess that's my parting words and character and critical thinking are, are my main goals as a homeschooling parents. So I just hope all moms think about that and families think about that and how they're putting that into their daily homeschool walks and lives. So thank you so much for joining us taking time out of your busy day to hear truth. I hope that you know that you are called and because you're called, you are the very best parent model of learning to your children. Be blessed.